ladies and gentlemen. This is your weekend wrap-up. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. What a beautiful summer day. Oh my gosh, yes. Spent some time at the pool. I feel, yeah. think you did too. I did. You're getting a little brownness over there yeah. again. I'm, I'm getting my summer color. Yeah, getting your, your brown back. Yeah. How how have you enjoyed your weekend? How have you enjoyed the Good. sun? You get. Oh, yeah, you said you it. were at the pool today. Yeah, beach yesterday, pool today. All right. Had a kid almost die today. Your kid? No, not one of mine. Oh, okay. Somebody else's kid, oh, so it wasn't a big deal. Meh, nobody cares about that then. <laughs> as long as it's not your kid and you got to right? pay the medical bills. Exactly. No yeah. paperwork necessary. Well, you did say you had to sit out of the pool for 20 minutes because yeah. this kid knocked well, himself out. Yeah, it was irritating because... <laughs> <laughs> Such an inconvenience. <laughs> fucking kid knocks himself out. No, no, not that. There was a 40-minute wait to get in the pool. There's a line that was wrapping around because, you know, just... they. You know, they you got to pay cash, and they only had one line open. It was really badly managed. So we get in the pool, and then you you know you swim around. But then they, like I said, the last thirty minutes you couldn't get in, or they wouldn't let you back in. So was the kid bleeding or anything? Was not that I can tell. I don't even know what happened. I mean, the kid looked like they're about fifteen, sixteen. Mm-hmm. I mean, a bigger kid. And uh, I don't know if they bumped their head coming off the slide or what, but yeah, ambulance showed up. They put her on a stretcher and took off so yeah they probably had to make sure there was no blood or anything like that yeah which is stupid i mean there's chlorine in the pool to kill that shit right for a yeah exactly well and especially after a 40 minute wait i, I was like man if a kid throws up or <laughs> or takes a dump in the pool as long as it's on that side of the pool i don't care <laughs> oh. oh that's gross <laughs> I have the fortune of having in-laws that have their own pool that I helped install, so I have like free access to nice. this pool Carp whenever launch. I want. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we went there Friday after work, and then um, again today. There was a kid's birthday party today, though, so oh. it was just like I didn't get in the pool either day because okay. I don't like other people's kids. Right, I, right, I just right. don't. Yeah. I, I'll sit out in like yeah. in the sun, which is nice. It's not too hot to sit out in the sun. Yeah, while the kids like kids try to climb on you once you like you started a trend. Back when my kid was small enough to throw, mm. I started a trend of throwing him yeah. in the pool, and then yeah. all the kids wanted to throw him in the pool. So now yeah. every time I go, it's like, can you throw I me in the pool? It's like, dude, yeah. you're this. I was, you're three years older. I can't pick you yeah. up. I, I, yeah, I am also one of those dads that kids gravitate mm. to because we look like we're fun. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, it's like, you know, I like my kids. You know, <laughs> my, right. my nephew actually was saying how he never wanted to be a dad. And she says, <laughs> that's how everybody is. You think... You think Uncle Billy likes other kids? No, he doesn't like you. <laughs> Not at all. He hates you, actually. He cringes at the sight of you. <laughs> uh, you sound like you got a cough over there, man. What's going on? I got on? a little bit of a cold, actually. That's no good. Uh, I think I got it from my grandpa. He was visiting from New York, and I spent some time hanging out with him, and I think I got his cold. Well, at least you got to see some of your family this week. That's cool. No, that was really cool. So we got some things to cover here, and we're going to end this show in a way we ha- quite haven't, you know, really at all, because yeah. you brought up something that you came across that piqued my conspiracy yeah. brain, right. just dug into the the depths of my conspiracy brain. Yes. And so now we got to talk about this. Yes. So yeah. we might be getting more into a conspiracy side than what people are used to. Yes. But bear with us because it'll get your mind quickly. It, it will blow your mind because this—I mean, this isn't just stuff that I'm just like, oh my gosh, the yeah. the lizard people, man. No, yeah, right, it, right. this is like actual stuff out there, like on record, right? That nobody's talked about because of who it involves, right? And the protected people that it involves, and all of a sudden the shit's coming back up, and, just, and you're—I was just like, oh my god, that 
it's tied to this. Right. Yeah. And you like you and then you mentioned the the, the school that's mm-hmm. involved, and I was like, oh, well, that's the school that's mentioned here. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. So we got to talk <coughs> about this. So we are gonna dive a little into a conspiracy land at the end of the show, but we do have other things to talk about that aren't really conspiracy related, no, no. I guess. So we'll Not get, yet. Not yet. Give us some time. So we're going to leave that for the end. I'm not even going to mention the story. I'm, we're just going to catch you off guard and surprise you at the end. Uh, so maybe you'll forget about it and you'll be like, oh, shit, blew my mind. Just like that. That's so, what we aim for. It is. It is. So before we get to that, though, uh, first, before we get into all these stories, we got to always mention our coffee fix of freedom. That is Run Your Mouth Coffee, which is founded by John Odermatt of the Lines of Liberty podcast and Matt Pangy of the Homestead and Homeschools podcast. Check out both their podcasts. Support their business, Run Your Mouth Coffee, but also support their podcast because they are people clearly that sponsor free speech and sponsor uh, yes. liberty and stuff. I mean, shit, it's in freaking John Odermatt's podcast name yeah <laughs> lions of liberty i mean obviously uh, hopefully they promote liberty and i, I would like hope so lions that of would liberty. be really disappointing yeah yeah um and his his show is called finding his personal show is called finding freedom so check out both of their shows and also check out run your mouth coffee because it is a small business that does need your support through all this freaking covid bullshit and they do support free speech so we like to support companies that support free speech Go to rymcoffee.com and enter the promo code break the bell, all one word, to tell them we sent you and get 10% off your purchase plus free shipping. Who doesn't like that? Like cheap cheap stuff. Absolutely. I Absolutely. mean I mean yeah. shit, they're they're giving away free stuff for vaccines. We might as well give away free right. shit for um, just yeah. mentioning our name in a podcast. Yeah. So. Oh, I got something else to mention to you. What do you uh, got? Okay. Okay. Uh, does it involve coffee? No, no, but uh, but you you sparked my anyways. Um, but uh, yes, get a taste of freedom. <laughs> get a taste of freedom. Romcoffee.com. Tell me, sent you break the bell, and go ahead. What All do you right. got to tell me? So I was sitting at a graduation party yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, talking to somebody. Sounds like the start of every bad joke, right? Right. So I'm sitting at this graduation party. <laughs> so the guy he works with, um, got a got the vaccine, got the shot. And uh, and so he, the guy was reading something that uh, certain people who have gotten the shot have realized that their skin is magnetic in the area that they've gotten the vaccine. And so they tried it. They took a magnet, and sure enough, it stuck to the guy's skin. You're not just pulling my chin. No, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. And so they, they thought, okay, well, wash it off really good. Maybe something got in under there or whatever, you know. And so and they waited a little while, and they tried again, and the magnet stuck again to the guy's skin. So they're not sure, like if the maybe a needle broke in there, or if there's actually some shit in there. Well, I mean, they've always all the conspiracy people, no, the anti-vaxxers, say there's like the metals that are in the vaccines right. that that's what causes like whatever autism or whatever they say it right. causes. Um, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they got shit in there, right, or maybe right. you got a microchip in there. That's what I was joking around with. I'm like, yeah. that's the that's the fucking chip. Yeah, that's the chip, man. <laughs> so I mean. I was going to test it on my wife, and I forgot. So. Well, you need to do that. We I do. We I know. Videotape it, and we'll okay. post it, post it up on our yeah, uh, forum. That, that'll be crazy. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So if uh, if you got the vaccine, try sticking a magnet on it and see if it works, and let us know. Yeah. Let us know in the comments here or, or on our forum or all over social media. Post a video of it of you sticking a magnet to your shit there, so we can verify that it's real. Because yeah. I'm not going to test it myself. Right. Right. And nobody in my family is getting the vaccine, no. so let us know because that is. Yeah. Bizarre. Is it? Yeah. Let's get into the week in the news because there's plenty of bizarre shit to talk about this week. Um, The whole week has kind of been 
talking like the unraveling of Dr. Fauci, at yeah. least the, the right. last two weeks have been yeah. just kind of like his downfall. Even Jen Psaki came out and they're like, Are, is there in, any any intention of firing? Doc? And she's just like, no, no. So that's going on. But we're not going to talk about that today, no. even though it is huge in the news. The reason why we're not going to is because we are going to take a freaking rabbit trail into the life of d- the great Dr. Fauci yes. tomorrow on the live stream at 7 Central Time Monday, which is tomorrow. Uh, make sure you check that out because, man, his whole career, it's just been basically fa- failing upwards Yeah, is what right. it's been. Like, I mean, the guy is literally, like, all these different diseases that he's researched, he's literally, like, accomplished nothing. Right. Like, cured nothing. Yet, somehow, he's at the top of the food chain here. Yeah. So, we are going to talk about Mr. Fail Upward tomorrow on tomorrow's live stream. So, make sure you check that out. That's why we're not going to get into that shit or much coronavirus stuff. Yeah. today because we're going to dig Saving so, it for tomorrow. so much into that rabbit hole tomorrow. Today, the first topic I want to talk about is these bizarre fires going on in Iran. Because we all this stuff's going on in the Middle yeah. East. We, we talked Again. about um, the Israel-Palestine conflict and how Iran kind of is on the Palestinian side of this. We've talked about... Um, like Well, and I, Iran, I mean, uh, Israel, you know... Um, sabotaging the nuclear mm-hmm. power plant, using the remote control machine gun truck to take out a scientist. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I- Israel has been, uh, you know, doing some shenanigans over in Iran. Yeah. And and this could be, I, I think I said that every time you sent me an article of a fire for, in Iran, I posted back that it was Israel. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. <laughs> not, no, not no, in so didn't. many words. Not in so many words. That's but not I, that... what you said, but that's basically <laughs> just what you said. I think... I think I'm rubbing off on you, because <laughs> I would have responded the exact same. If, if my brother would have sent me those, I would have said the exact same thing you yeah, sent me. So yeah. we won't say it on here, but yeah. maybe in the y- bonus. You know. You know. <laughs> so let's talk about these fires. <laughs> you, you derailed me for a second there. <laughs> Apparently, a third fire happened, and this article is going to talk about all three, I'm sure. So we'll cover all of them, but we're starting with this third fire that happened I ran random fire. Um, A fire and explosion hit an Iran steel factory in the third major incident in five days. So less than a week, three major fires, random fires that broke out in Iran in major industries. Right. One, I think, was was a ship, like a warship. Yeah, it's their biggest warship. Yeah, and one was like an oil field or an oil line. I'm sure, like I said, they're going to talk about all these. Then now there's the steel factory. Yeah. So this says, a large fire broke out Saturday. This is from Zero Hedge, one of my favorite news sources, because they they dig into some of the crazier stories that um, some of the mainstream doesn't. I don't agree with all of their stuff, but uh, they definitely dig into some of the more interesting stuff that we like to dig into. So, like I said, Zero Hedge says, a large fire broke out Saturday night at a steel factory in the southeast city of Zarand in Iran. It's the latest in a mysterious string of blasts and acts, accidental blazes at sensitive sites. I don't think you can even call this an accident yeah. at this point. It says, to beset the Islamic Republic, raising questions of possible Israel sabotage akin to what happened a year ago in the summer of 2020. I'm guessing that was the nuclear That's plant thinking, that yeah. you're talking about. So there's two things that could be happening here. It could be uh, Israel sabotaging them, or it could be... 
them doing it to themselves. Yeah. There, I mean, there's and all blaming kinds Israel. Of, there's all kinds of um, uh, rebellious groups operating in Iran. So mm-hmm. it could be any one of those. Well, it could be their own government. That's true, setting yeah. up a freaking Reichstag or whatever. Right. Um, what is that? No, no, was it not the Reichstag? Yeah, 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 the Reichstag. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. So, um, doing it to themselves to push the blame on Israel. On Israel, right? So it says the governor of Zaran told the Iranian farce, farce news agency that no injuries were caused in the incident and that the incident was under control. The incident was reportedly caused by the sudden overflow of molten material in the blast furnace, with the governor stressing that no explosion occurred. But some early videos show otherwise. So that tells me that it probably wasn't the government doing it to themselves right. because it sounds like they're trying to cover up how serious it actually is. Yeah. It goes on to say, let me get rid of this video. Um, social media videos show a sizable blaze which appeared to have triggered a significant explosion, however, resulting in debris and what looks like molten steel flying into the air. That would hmm. be scary as shit. No doubt. Even if Iran suspects Israel is behind some of these latest incidents over the past month, Tehran officials are likely reluctant to go public with accusations given negotiators are reportedly on the cusp of a nuclear deal in Vienna and as the country is gearing up to vote for a new president this month. So it sounds like they're trying to keep things smooth to keep these nuclear talks going. So they're not going to push the blame on Israel. Israel could be trying to deter these nuclear talks. By creating these fires to create some kind of conflict. And so, yeah. So, But Iran's like, no, you know, it's an accident. Um, We're fine. No one was hurt. Everything's good. Let's go ahead with their talks. No, nobody important was hurt. I mean, nobody was hurt. (laughs) It says, Israel has vowed to thwart a deal, there you go, by any means possible with embattled Prime Minister Netanyahu lately openly verbalizing he's willing to consider any level of action, even if it causes friction with the United States. Holy shit. Wow. Wow, really? Wow. Huh. So uh, the guy that we've been supporting, bending over backwards to support, is coming out and saying, well, um, even if we rub uh, bump heads with the United States, we're still going to continue to move forward with this. Wow. That's the hand that feeds them. Yeah. And there are further reports of other fires afflicting oil facilities throughout the country as U.S.-funded VOA News details. Several, several oil facility fires have occurred in Iran's southwest Avaz region during the past 48 hours, Arab media reported Saturday. The reports came on the heels of a massive oil refinery file this fire this week in the capital of Tehran. So there's the major oil refinery fire, and then there's several fires that have occurred throughout the region right. in the last 48 hours. <clears throat> One Middle East news source reviews the recent string of fires and explosions hitting key Iranian assets as follows. Three days earlier, a major fire tore through the Tehran Oil Refining Company in the outskirts of the Iranian capital. Another explosion followed by a fire sank Iran's largest naval vessel in the Sea of Oman near its shores on June 2nd. On May 23rd, nine people were injured in another blast at a plant producing explosive materials in central Iran. Didn't hear about that one. Me neither. Three days later, a pipeline explosion at a petrochemical complex near Iran's Gulf Coast left one dead. So a lot of fires going on just to be accidents. Either... OSHA is not a big thing around there, or something's going on. <laughs> yeah, you know? I, I don't. Yeah, I think OSHA's dropping the ball out there. <laughs> Let's see. It says below is last week's massive blaze, which engulfed one of Iran's largest oil refineries just outside Tehran on the same day the large warship sank. I'm not going to play that video because it'll probably yeah. play an ad first. Right. It says there's a growing consensus that at least some 
among the spate of fires are the result of Israeli covert attacks, whether through on-the-ground sabotage or cyber attacks. Hmm. London-based Iran analyst Ali Norizada told VOA that he <clears throat> thought the latest fires in Avaz probably weren't acts of sabotage because there are oil field fires in Avaz every summer. The sinking of the Karg and the Tehran refinery fire, he argued, probably were sabotage despite Iranian government denials. Hmm. So he's saying some of them coincidence maybe because right. fires go off in these in the heat of the summer all right. the time. <clears> but <throat> the, these really big, massive ones probably were more yeah, yeah, likely the, the sabotage. The warship and the, and the steel mill. And, and the large refinery fire one. So, so that's, that's beautiful news yeah. when we're trying to like smooth things over in the Middle East. Right. Um, it doesn't seem like Israel has that same right, yeah. mindset. <clears throat> well, and what do you do when the person that you've been protecting all this time right? decides, you know what, fuck you guys, we're going to yeah. do this anyway. I, I think you just have to, all right, you're on your own. That's we're what, done. Well, that's what we had said during the Israeli-Pakistan yeah. one, because when... Biden was trying to push him to have a ceasefire right. back a couple weeks ago. He was just like, "No, we're yeah. we're not done until we're done." It's just yeah. like, well, at that point, you gotta yeah. you gotta cut them off and be right. like, "Look, this isn't working." Yeah, um, yeah. Call us when you're ready to talk on our right. terms. Yeah, which yeah. we shouldn't really be financing that shit anyway. No, like we talked about, they don't need it. Mm -hmm. So, but we have our. Financial interests over there, which right. is why we will always have ties, unless we yeah. switch financial interests to like another country, which right. I can't see any other country I, no. really siding with us too much. No, I mean, could you imagine if Biden was like, "Fine, we're not going to support Israel. We're going to move our support over to Iran." Yeah, imagine <sighs> the uh, probably half the Irani Iranians would be like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, so that's going on. You got anything? Any thoughts on that? Does it? Like, is it going to keep progressing, I, or is it just... I, I think it's going to keep progressing. The closer they get to a deal, the worse the, the fires are going to get. You think it turns into a full-blown, full-scale, like, war? No. No? No, it won't. It'll be just shy of that. I think it'll get really bad, but this nuclear deal is so important for Iran, they'll just suck it. We'll probably start paying off Israel or something to stop sabotaging right. Iran. We'll yeah. start sending them more billions and trillions of dollars. Yeah. So there's that going on. Yeah, it's it's going to get progressively worse, but I don't think it's going to break into a full-out war. No. Well, continuing to talk about oil fields and oil pi pipelines, let's bring it back home. Yeah. Because we have our high gas prices going on. We've talked about how Biden um, basically gave the yeah. green light for the Russian pipeline right. to Shutting continue. Shutting down but the Keystone. Shut down our own pipeline. Yeah. Well, he's continuing to do his damage on U.S. oil because this one talks about Biden suspends oil leases in Alaska's Arctic refuge as gas prices continue to rise. So, mm. again, shutting down more. Right. Which which is a move that um, Obama did as yeah. well. Yeah, so because of the this, polar bears. Yeah, I believe uh, every Democrat that comes in office suspends the oil leases in the Arctic refuge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can't. Hurt the penguins and polar bears, yeah, and they're so. and the moose. They don't want to hurt the moose. No, who wants moose, to hurt a moose? Mice? Really, mice? mice. What is the mooses? 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 I think so. Interesting. Moose? Moose? <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> so he's suspending these again, like you said, Obama did. Yeah. It says President Joe Biden, no surprise, on Tuesday suspended oil and gas leases in Alaska's Arctic. National Wildlife Refuge that were approved by the Trump administration. 
The Department of the Interior today suspended all activities related to implementation of the Coastal Plain Oil and Gas Leasing Program in the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge pending completion of comprehensive analyst analysis under the National Environmental Policy Act. How long did those comprehensive <laughs> analyses last? 20, 20, 25 years. I mean, you know, they don't move fast on uh, them at Clearly, all. because yeah. this is, like you said, been an off-and-on-again yeah. relationship for yeah. decades now. And, oh, well, we're going to suspend this until we have this yeah. comprehensive analysis. That, that's government speak for, we don't want to deal with this right, right. now. <laughs> I think he basically said the same thing when he indefinitely suspended the Keystone I think at so, the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Says Interior Secretary Deb Halen said in a statement, the department is notifying lessees that it is suspending oil and gas leases in the Arctic Refuge pending the, o pending the review to determine whether the leases should be reaffirmed, voided, or subject to additional mitigation measures. The news comes as gas prices under the Biden administration have risen every month that he has been in office and are currently more than 60 cents per gallon higher than in January. I think it's quite. It's almost a dollar more well, around here. Yeah, I was gonna say I was because um, my my wife does a scouting report on every gas station in the area to let me know which is the cheapest. So she <laughs> wait, spends the gas driving around to all the gas stations to find the cheapest gas. <clears throat> I think so. I'm not sure, oh. but <laughs> so the the one that is the lowest is sixty cents higher than what it was be when Trump left. So she has done her yes. homework. The highest is sitting at eighty eight cents higher. Okay. So so that yeah, that sounds about right. And that's when Trump left. I yeah. during his prime, it was probably a dollar twenty or more lower oh, yeah. than it is now. Uh, right, and I, I imagine, I mean, come Fourth of July, it's going to be probably a full buck. Oh, by the time people start getting out and traveling, it's going to be yeah. way, way yeah. high. It's going to cost a fortune just to yeah. drive out of state if you can even get gas by then. Right. Yeah. Just, just hoof it. Yeah. There you go. Politico reports the Arctic refuge refuges is coast plain. Our coastal plain, a 1.6 million acre stretch of tundra on Alaska's north slope, was open to oil and gas development as part of the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. The language included in the bill was drafted by Senator Lisa Murkowski, Murkowski a Republican or a representative. What is R? Is that Republican or representative? That's uh, Republican. Republican, yeah. Senator, yeah. Senator, yeah. who's Republican from Alaska. Sorry, yeah. I don't get my abbreviations. Who is right not a up. Trump fan. Really? Yeah, she was one of the ones that uh, was trying to get him impeached. All right. Uh, it says, the language, including the bill drafted by her, gave power and authority over the leasing program to the Secretary of the Interior, acting through the Bureau of Land Management. <coughs> Excuse me. Sure. The Fish and Wildlife Service, which manages the refuge, played only a marginal role in the environmental review process. So the polar bears only play a marginal role role in this review. Makes What's sense. the rest of it include then? Yeah. Probably climate change, global warming. That's my guess. The opening of the coastal plain to drilling followed a multi-decade fight to be able to drill in the oil-rich region. The region is approximately the size of South Carolina and has few roads and residents. Republican Alaska Governor Mike Dunleavy slammed Biden in a statement following the news, writing, the Biden administration's suspension of the leases and the ANWR 1002 area is contrary to federal law. Section 20001 of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act clearly says the secretary shall establish and administer a competitive oil and gas program for leasing. So is the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, was that law or was that a, an executive order? 
That's my I think question. that was an actual law. Was it? Yeah. So yeah, he is. Yeah. So going that's going to come. That's going to come back on Biden. So if it was a a an executive order, like right. we said in the past, yeah. that's just a pen, pencil on paper. Right. You can erase it just as quickly as you wrote it down. Scratch it out. Exactly. So he's pissed about this because mm-hmm. it breaks that act. Saying the secretary, like I said, shall establish and administer a competitive oil and gas program for the leasing, development, production, and transportation of oil and gas in and from the coastal plain. Neither the president nor the secretary are given the dis- discretion to decide otherwise wow. in this act, is what this says. Yeah. Our leases for oil and gas are valid and cannot be taken away by the federal government. I oppose this assault on Alaska's economy and will use every means necessary to undo this egregious federal overreach. Hmm. Alaska does responsible oil and gas development in the Arctic under stricter environmental standards than anywhere else in the world. Yet the federal government is focused on trying to stop our ability to produce oil and gas. Each action they take demonstrates a failure to comprehend the worldwide demand for oil and gas. If Alaska continues to be denied its constitutional right to safely develop resources, countries with much lower environmental standards will gladly fill that void with significant environmental impacts. It's true. It's Mm -hmm. absolutely true, and we see that. And it's like he doesn't even fucking care when he's, like, giving the green light to Russia Russia, to continue with their oil pipeline. We're pumping how many barrels, billions of barrels out of the Middle East? What do you think their standards are? Right. when, like we just read, the oil refineries are constantly right, on having fire. Fires. Right, yeah, exactly. So the standards, I mean, what do you think that does to the environment? Like, yeah. the pumping's bad enough. What do you think the burning, just right. the leaks constant and leaks and burning of gas or oil is doing? Yeah, that's fucked up. So, yeah, like he said, there's going to be a void for oil and a need for oil unless you completely, like, outlaw gas-powered energy, which is what it's coming which, down it, to, right. which is what they're pushing for. Yeah. Um, it's going to be filled by these other people with these lower standards. Yeah, and, and we have kind of talked about, you know, we've had windmills here in Iowa for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, if you drive through the the upper Midwest mm-hmm. corner of it or whatever, I mean, there's just, and now there's a big push for industrial solar. Yeah, they're trying to buy up a bunch of farmland now to put up solar farms, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's gonna be that's the next big push that's going on. Oh yeah, yeah, but uh, people aren't going to. So easily shy away from petro energy, no, until it's inconvenient and too expensive because it's cheap energy right, right. now. So right. I think there's probably, yeah, there's pro- it's intentionally to mm-hmm. push prices up to where we're like, uh, this is way too freaking yeah. expensive. Let's make let's Absolutely. look for other reasons, right? They're trying to force us to put move, yeah. He goes on to say, shutting down our lands was not what William Seward intended when Alaska was founded. We are not going to allow the Biden administration to turn Alaska into a giant national park. Mm. So that's all of that one. So, again, Biden kind of battling it out against the states. Yeah. And the states are not happy about it. Yeah. When, especially a place like Alaska, the majority of the resource right now, or their their economy is coming from the oil fields. Yeah, I mean, the citizens, yeah, they get um, an oil Mm. revenue check. You know, every year that they're quite happy about. Oh, so, yeah. so they're they're going to push back, and it doesn't sound like he's going to go down without swinging well, a lot. And the fact that it's an actual bill that's been passed, I mean, that's that kind of gives them a leg to stand on yeah. if it goes to the Supreme Court. So, oh yeah, yeah. So it's, this could this could go interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, but we haven't heard anything from like the because Texas was going to take them in. 
and I think uh, mm-hmm. Wyoming or Idaho was, and I think some of the native uh, reservations that depended on oil, they were all yeah. taking buying decor. Yeah, and you haven't heard where that's gone yet. It's probably yeah. just sitting in limbo. Yeah, they It'll probably said, well, okay, we'll we'll get somebody over there to kind of uh, we'll check it out. In four years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll do uh, an analysis. We'll put you on, on the list. We'll, we'll do an, an, an analysis of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of states pushing back, or states like pushing back against like this liberal bullshit yeah. agenda. Yeah, this one's a surprising one, though. This one was. A federal judge in California has overturned... California's ban on quote unquote assault weapons. Um, and this guy apparently was appointed by George W. Bush. Okay. So that's, I mean, that's no surprise that no. he is pushing back. But the fact that this guy is still in place right now. In California? Yeah. yeah. So this one, again from Zero Hedge, says the federal judge overturns this ban on assault weapons in California. Liberals are probably having a meltdown after George W. Bush appointed federal judge in California, ruled that the state's ban on assault weapons is unconstitutional. He says, U.S. District Judge Roger Benitez of San Diego released... Why the fuck is there another video? I hate websites that have automatic pop-up videos Mm. over the screen. says, District Judge... Benitez of San Diego released a 94-page ruling late Friday indicating California's three-decade ban on assault weapons violates the Second Amendment's right to bear arms. I mean, he's been in office since George W. Bush. Why is he just now coming out with this? That's bizarre. That is interesting. He says, like the Swiss Army knife. I found his his statement here interesting. Like the Swiss Army knife, the popular AR-15 rifle is a perfect combination of home defense weapon and homeland defense weapon. Yeah, that's an interesting angle. It really is. Really is, because that almost sounds like he is supporting militia. Yeah, right. Supporting the right to form a militia there. It says, good for both home and battle. The AR-15 is the kind of versatile gun that lies at the intersection of the kinds of firearms protected under the District of Columbia versus Heller, 554 U.S. 570, and the United States versus Miller, uh, 307, 174, in 1939 and 2008 were the two years those came out. That's what he wrote about it. He says, yet the state of California makes it a crime to have an AR-15-type rifle. Benitez continued. Interesting. I know somebody in California that owns an AR-15. He mm. must have got it elsewhere. Therefore, this court declares the California statutes to be unconstitutional. On several pages of the ruling, the judge recommended the rifle should be protected under the Second Amendment for its militia readiness. There it is again. Yeah. yeah. Bizarre coming out of California. That is. And it's still, it brings me back to the fact that it's illegal to form a militia here in Iowa. Right. One of the states that has more of the lax gun yeah. laws. We actually just imposed constitutional carry where you can carry without yeah. any sort of license. It goes license. into effect next month. Yeah. Maybe but we should start pushing the governor to uh, let us do a, put a, a militia we need in place. We need to. Well, we we talked to Carrie. Yeah, right. And she said the only way it's going to happen is if you form a militia. Right, and then they disband it. And they disband it, and, and then, then we you start suing. He's she's yeah. basically said you <clears throat> have to be pre- ready to fight for it. So we're gonna have to look into that. Yeah. Anybody mm-hmm. in Iowa out there wanting to form a militia? Yeah, hit us up. Hit us up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we might we might have the, might have the feds knocking on our right. door soon. Exactly, black helicopters. There you go. So he says government is not free to impose its own new policy choices on American citizens where constitutional rights are concerned. 
He added, California may certainly conceive of a policy that a modern rifle is, a danger- is dangerous in the hands of a criminal and that, therefore, it is good public policy to keep modern rifles out of the hands of every citizen. The Second Amendment states as a shield from government imposition of that policy, hmm. or stands as a shield uh, from government imposition of that policy. The Office of the Attorney General, Rob Bonta, released a statement after the ruling, said it would immediately appeal the decision. So the Attorney General said, uh, fuck no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Today's decision is fundamentally flawed, and we will be appealing it, Bonta said in a statement Friday night. There is no sound basis in law, fact, or common sense for equating assault rifles with Swiss Army knives. I, you're missing the point there, but <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's not like he's saying... Oh, it's, just, it's just another Swiss Army knife. I'm not going to use my uh, an AR to open a can. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no corkscrew on there, this. There's no toothpick. <laughs> Again, they're, they're, they're taking, like, just the, the analogy of it and turning that into the argument for it. He wasn't saying, oh, it's just another Swiss Army. No, he's saying oh. it's good for multiple purposes right. to include, um, like, personal safety. Yeah. And homeland defense. homeland defense. Yeah. He says the Firearms Policy Coalition, which supported the suit, praised the judge's decision. We look forward to continuing this challenge at the Ninth Circuit and, should it be necessary, the Supreme Court. The group's president, Brandon Combs, said in a statement. That'll be interesting if it gets pushed to Supreme Court because yeah. I almost guarantee you it passes in Supreme oh, it will. Court I right mean, now. They've been holding up all that. Yeah. The outcome angered Governor Gavin Newsom. No way. <laughs> he released a statement that read, Here it is again. The fact that this judge compared the AR-15, a weapon of war that's used on the battlefield, to a Swiss army knife. It's called Swiss army knife. Did you watch MacGyver? Have you seen what he's done with the Swiss (laughs) army knife? So much more different and dangerous than an AR-15. Exactly. Completely undermines the credibility of this decision and is a slap in the face to the families who have lost loved ones to this weapon. What about the ones that have lost loved ones to like forks or like rolling pins or frying pans? Can we get rid of them too? Right. Benitez left plenty of time, about 30 days for the Attorney General to appeal, but we did find some irony in the July 4th date. The decision will oh, take wow. effect. Interesting. Interesting, yes. So this is going to affect on the 4th of July. So this could be interesting. California, if you live in California, let us know what you think about this here and the fact that it ironically falls and takes place on July 4th. Yeah, that will be something to keep an eye on. Additionally, as Jonathan Turley noted, the decision could have some ramifications in the pending nomination of Chipman as director of the ATF. Hmm. Chipman is a former ATF special agent and senior policy advisor for the gun control organization Giffords, organization Giffords. In his hearing, Chipman declared that with respect to the AR-15, I support a ban as it has been presented in a Senate bill and supported by the president. The AR-15 is a gun I was issued on ATF's SWAT team and killed a bunch of people at freaking (laughs) Waco. That's me saying that, not this article. It's particularly lethal weapon, as all guns are, right? (laughs) and regulating it as other particular lethal weapons I have advocated for. Chipman was confronted on the definition of what constitutes an assault weapon. He told the Senate that the ATF defines an assault rifle as any semi-automatic rifle capable of accepting a detachable magazine above the caliber of 22, which would include 223, which is, you know, largely the AR-15 round or 556, which NATO. 
So anything with a detachable magazine over twenty two is considered yeah. an assault rifle. Right. Are you buying that? Because no. I've seen plenty of hunting rifles with yeah, like stu- with magazine detachable magazines. Like yeah. a lot of them are the two magazines, but there are a lot nowadays that have detachable magazines on them. Yeah. Well, and and I mean any pistol. Well, yeah, exactly. But that's not semi-automatic, a rifle. right? Yeah. But if you put a bump stock on it or a stock, then it becomes like a rifle. Oh uh, yeah. So I'm sure. I mean, that's just so broad. It is. Yeah. It's just a broad. Yeah, I mean, sweep. You know, we we saw a lot of semi-automatic shotguns that had the the um, magazines. Yeah. You know, and yeah. So those would be outlawed. And what what makes the 22 different? I mean, the 22 is no less deadly. It, I mean, it would take a lot more shots probably to take somebody down. Right. But yeah. But still, if it's semi-automatic and you got yeah. right. I mean, so it, it's just. It's and just, those bullets are way cheaper too. I know, right? So you can have more of magazines. Yeah. So uh, Tom Co- Senator Tom Cotton says President Biden's ATF nominee is eager to ban basically every single modern sporting rifle in America today, which is about right. Yeah. So it says that would include a wide array of weapons. Indeed, a statement by John Benitez may resonate with some senators. This is what I'm going to read part of this because we're going to run out of time if I read this whole thing. Okay. John, uh, the Judge Benita says, This case is not about extraordinary weapons lying at the outer limits of Second Amendment protection. The banned assault weapons are not bazookas, howitzers, or machine guns. Those arms are dangerous and solely useful for military purposes. <clears throat> Instead, the firearms deemed assault weapons are fairly ordinary, popular modern rifles. This is an average case about average guns used in average ways for average purposes. It's he, He's not wrong there. No, no. Yes, they are used sometimes in mass shootings because they're, I mean, they're accessible. If they're not accessible, something else, another right. accessible yeah. well, weapon will be used. Like the, the guy that took the, um, the, at the rail yard, I mean, he had, um, semi-automatic pistols yeah. so like you it's know maybe what, a couple glocks yeah it's whatever is accessible down. right it's uh, it's not the fact that oh it's so deadly that's why it's the main no right. it's it's because it's accessible right. and if you take its accessibility away they'll find something else that's exactly. accessible and use it it's, yeah. it's not a gun issue it's not a style of gun issue it's fucking messed up people issue yeah. He says, one is to be forgiven if one is persuaded by news media and others that the nation is awash with murderous AR-15 assault rifles. I like this guy so much. I wish we could get this judge on the podcast. That would be awesome. The facts, however, do not support this. The characterization of a finding as one of fact or law is not controlling. The extent that a finding is characterized as one of law, but is more properly characterized as one of fact or vice versa. I, he's speaking way over my head right now. <clears throat> he's talking judge language. Yeah. Substance prevails over form. Hyperbole and facts matter. Federal Bureau of Investigation murder statistics do not track assault rifles, but they do show that killing by knife attack is far more common than murder by any kind of rifle. Hmm. Interesting. Boom. I feel like he dropped the mic. I and feel like, like he did, too. Done. People were like, that's it. Get rid of the knives. <laughs> In fairness, Chipman... In fairness to Chipman, he made clear that he would enforce whatever the federal law prescribes in terms of any ban or the underlying definitions. However, he is viewed as an outspoken advocate for banning ownership of weapons like the AR-15, which just declared as protected by this court. So I think if it goes in California, I think if it gets taken to the Supreme Court, it's probably that's maybe that's why this is happening. Maybe yeah. the judge is like, oh, this will get contested. Yeah. He, he was sitting there asleep one night or like lying awake trying to sleep one night. And he's like, 
man, how are we going to stop these uh, this Chipman guy from banning AR-15s? And he's like, oh, shit, I'm a judge. I'm a district judge here. Right. I know if I make this a thing here, it's going to get pushed all the way to the Supreme Court. Right. It gets pushed to the Supreme Court. It blanket covers yeah. the entire nation. Right. It's Chipman not just doesn't a, have a leg to stand on. Right. It's not just a California thing anymore. Then once it goes to the Supreme Court, that's precedent for the entire country right. to say, you can't ban this rifle. Yeah. And you got states like Colorado pushing this. You got, I'm sure, New York pushes the same oh, thing. Yeah, all absolutely. these, all these other states probably push these same bans. Once it gets to the Supreme Court, y'all are fucked. Yeah. So right. that just goes away. How, how do we know that GW didn't put him in uh, in California and, and like implant some kind of message? So when he heard something, <laughs> like watching the Waltons, and then he's like, "Good night, John Boy," and all of a sudden it like clicks, and he's like, "Time to go to work." Yeah, he just. <laughs> uh, I mean, I know Bush has. MK Ultra ties, so right. that would not surprise me. He <laughs> he took a play a book out of or a page out of his dad's playbook. There you go. Yeah. I mean, you wanted to know my problems with the Bush family. <laughs> there you go. But maybe he did one thing right here. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe yeah. he maybe this this uh, Benitez guy is playing the long game. Yeah. Which wouldn't surprise me. I mean, no. good good yeah. on him. Exactly. So it's about time. Let's see where this goes. Yeah. That'll More things to look at. Let's move. We're running out of time, and we still got to get to our conspiracy time. Yes. So before we get there, though, nuclear war is going to happen. Yeah, China's China's pissed. Yeah. Because uh, people are asking questions. Yeah, and this, again, I guess we did say we weren't going to talk much about the COVID probe. Yeah, yeah, I know. This ties to it, I guess. It does. But it's not directly... Fauci-related. Fauci-related. Yeah. So because Biden is pushing for this new COVID probe, all of a sudden, the stuff's coming out. It's a little childish, are, don't you think? Like, are, Fine, nuclear war then. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, first of all, let's back up to now. All of a sudden, that the threads are unraveling in their right. whole um, narrative of natural origin with COVID. Now, all of a sudden, Fauci's like, "Well, I'm not even sure right. that there is any evidence of natural origin." Yeah. Now, Biden's like, "You know what? We got to push for yeah. a probe." And, here. and can you imagine China at that point when Fauci says that? It'd be like. Motherfucker. We had a deal. Yeah. <laughs> we gave you, you got a lot of money, man. Yeah, we, we talked about this. Yeah. Remember when we talked about this? You said you weren't going to, you were going to cover this up? Yeah. Now, like you said, China's pissed. Yeah. And now, China state media is saying that their country must prepare for nuclear war with the U.S. Talk about an escalation there. Yeah. Yeah. That's My brother great. had posted on Twitter, and let me pull up his his post here because. I mean, it basically summed up exactly um, the 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 sentiment of China in this, and like <laughs> the direction that this is going with China. He says China's nuclear reaction, China's nuclear threat reaction to consideration of investigation is telling. Like if your girl asked to look at your phone and you threatened to murder her, <laughs> that kind of telling. A little bit, a little bit. I mean. <laughs> It's not that I'm doing anything fishy on my phone, but I am going to fucking kill yeah. you. Just the fact that you asked. <laughs> I am going to kill you. And she goes to reach for it, and you're like, bitch, I will fucking kill <laughs> <Yep>. you. <laughs> That's how telling this is. Yeah. So look, d- does this make him look innocent here in all of this? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see what this has to say. This is from Newsweek. Um, newsweek.com. Where's my screen share button? How do I lose this when I click on it every I single day? Like I, I feel like they move every time I go to click on them, and I have to look for them all over again. <laughs> Someone's just messing with you. It says, who, who, Xi 
Jin. God, I'm sorry. <laughs> you weren't prepared for that one. Hu Jijin, the editor of Chinese state-run newspaper The Global Times, considers enhancing China's nuclear program as being vital to the country's strategic deterrence against the United States. <laughs> Protests in Hong Kong, Taiwan, the COVID-19 pandemic, and accusations China's engaged in a genocide against the Uyghur Muslims are sowing deeper divisions in an already strained relationship between China and the United States. The funny thing is, the U.S. isn't really pushing any of these questions. Like, right. us type of people are questioning this, but for the most part, like, the people that call the shots are like, eh, you can't talk about that. Yeah. Like when, uh, what's his nuts? John Cena. Oh. Came out and brutally yeah. apologized for insinuating that Taiwan was its own country. Yeah. Just like a slip of the tongue. And you can tell who pays the bills. Yeah, right. In in uh, high places in yeah. media, you can tell the financial the financial income coming from China yeah. when he's just bending over backwards to just deeply regretfully apologize yeah. for just a slip of the tongue. It's just like are you freaking kidding yeah. me right now? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And like, what was the one not too many months ago? We're like, I can't believe how badly they are. Well, was 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 it the Top Gun? Is that what it was? Might have oh, been. there was that. Yeah, where they had to take the patches yeah, off. Yeah, the Chinese, then, the China patches for battle because they didn't want China to seem like an an enemy to the United States. I feel States. like somebody came out and like apologized brutally like this again too, but I I can't remember now. But <laughs> probably. But, man, it's just gross. It's just, like, so telling. Anyway, back to this. Um, Beijing, one of America's top concerns... With Beijing, one of America's top concerns, President Joe Biden has sought to strike a stern tone. Yeah, because he doesn't want to, like, people digging into his relationships and his son's relationships in China over the last decade. While China sees much of America's actions and comments to be on encroachment on its sovereignty... The increasingly confrontational rhetoric and military maneuvers coming out of the two countries have raised concerns about a potential war. We must be prepared for an intense showdown between China and the the U.S., who wrote in a Thursday op-ed for the Global Times. The number of China's nuclear warheads must reach the quantity that makes U.S. elites shiver should they entertain the idea of engaging in a military confrontation with China. So it doesn't sound like they're saying, hey, we need to have a, a nuclear war, but it does say seem like it's like we need to come get back into the Cold War-style right. nuclear showdown where everybody's yeah. got their finger on the trigger right, right. just in case. Yeah, and kids in school are practicing getting <clears throat> under their desks. God. <laughs> duck and cover, guys. Duck and cover. Who advocated for rapidly increasing the number of commissioned nuclear warheads, DF-41s, and intercontinental ballistic missile, and strategic missiles that have long-range capabilities. The editor posted the same comments on Weibo, a Chinese social media platform. Um, it says, China and the United States have been sparring over a range of issues, including the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, because we're forcing them to talk about it now. Exactly. Whose op-ed came one day after Biden announced he instructed the intelligence community to double down on their efforts to identify the COVID-19 origin. <laughs> just like, dude, just <laughs> statements like that coming from Biden. It's just like, yeah, I know. It's really? Like, yeah. like do you, do you, you don't even know what you're saying. He's showing his ass is what he's doing. It's, yeah. it's because they got caught. Yeah. And now all of a sudden they're like, oh, we need to double down on this. And he's probably not even going to. It's probably just to appease the people that are like pushing back. Like, dude, we got to look into this. It's like, yeah. we got to double down on this. And then China's like, really? 
Yeah. Really? Really? I I thought we we we've already burned this bridge. I think yeah. we moved on. All right. Well, we gotta ramp up our nukes, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you asked for it. Including coming up with a list of questions that China has to answer. That's doubling down. We need. You know what we need to do? <laughs> we need to come up with a list. Yeah. A list of questions to get, ask them. Get Kamala Harris on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. We'll as see. soon as she's done with the border thing, <laughs> and uh, she can get on that. Kamala. <laughs> Can you come up with a list? You good? Oh, you're not a list person. Uh, all right. All right. Um, <laughs> um, Hunter, give me Hunter. Yeah, he's great with lists, he, and he has friends over there. The intelligence community hasn't ruled out the possibility that COVID-19 originated in a lab, a notion that China vehemently dismissed as being politically motivated and anti-science. <laughs> How is it anti-science? Well, everything has been anti-science. That has been science. Science has been anti-science for the last That's year true. or so. At least twenty-five years. Yes. Well, just like since COVID kicked off, yeah, that's true. Like all the questions, scientific questions yeah. are anti-science. That's so true. I you mean, can't ask that. He's just taking a page out of Fauci's playbook. It's anti-science there. and it's racist. <laughs> Officials have also attempted to shift blame to the United States, Fort Detrick, citing no evidence and accused Biden of stoking confrontation. I remember that division. Do what? you remember when China was trying to say that the uh, United States was trying to frame them? And that they actually created the virus and released it in China to make it look like it I was them. I still wonder. <laughs> well, I, mean, I still wonder that, because that's a possibility. I know they had their war games in Wuhan yeah. that month. Yeah, you think somebody went to the war games and it was like, "We're just going to let this out here, <laughs> pour this over here." Yeah. I I wonder that. Like, Put it in the punch. When I was looking up stuff for tomorrow's episode, that was one that came. I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about the yeah. war games." Yeah. There's so many angles this could go, and it could have been both working yeah. together. So, yeah, I don't know. I, and, I mean, I'd be pretty pissed if the United States did that too, or well, yeah. the World Economic Forum, or Bill Gates, or whoever, whoever's <laughs> responsible for it. <laughs> China be like, you assholes! We invited you over here, <laughs> and you set this off. And now you're blaming us. Yeah. So, you think this is a reasonable response? <laughs> Ramp, ramp no. up our nuclear capabilities. No, I, I think it's and and that right there makes me think that maybe the United States did not do that because <laughs> <laughs> it makes them look just a little right, more guilty. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Just, we like <laughs> like with the girlfriend situation or wife situation, whatever. It's like you put that number in my phone. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't yeah, there. Right. So I I don't know. I don't know. I mean. Well, I mean, is there any way else to really get a point across with the U.S.? I mean, North Korea's done it for years now. It's like, bitches, I got a nuclear weapon, and right. I'm crazy. Yeah, I'm right. fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah. You, you, <laughs> I mean, they don't yeah. even hide the fact that Kim Jong-un's crazy. <laughs> yeah, right. He's you like, he's dead? He's not dead? He never dies. <laughs> it's like, do, do you actually trust me, yeah. crazy Kim, yeah. with a nuclear weapon? You do what I yeah. say, bitch. Have you met me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, may, maybe China's like, they they had a conversation with Kim, and Kim's like, you know what? You, you just, just yeah, throw out nuclear just, weapon. Exactly. Just say I got a bomb. They'll back down and, and act really crazy. <laughs> <laughs> say the most off-the-wall shit. <laughs> And say you're gonna kill your sister or something, something <laughs> like that. I don't know. It just worked. It worked for me. Maybe you need to do your own thing. 
You don't got a sister. Obviously, that's not going to work. But yeah. maybe maybe kill off six yeah. of your ma- your top generals. Yeah, there just you go. six, just not six. seven. Yeah, not- seven's a little right. overboard. Just kill off six yeah. of them. Keep the good one. Say you're going to ramp up your nuclear bomb. You don't even have to have a bomb. Right, exactly. You just send something like a yeah. bottle rocket. Just, in the just air. do like it, like some old footage from a Godzilla movie, and they'll think <laughs> it, you actually bombed something. <laughs> that's do what we do all want. the time. They'll back off <laughs> yeah. immediately. Trust me. And, and, and then pop- make friends with Dennis Rodman. He yeah, helps. Dennis he helps. Ro- he's, he's great. He's, <laughs> he's also I mean, crazy. He's, he's my boy. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's my main advisor. He told me the strategy. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't he hasn't killed any generals. No. I, I mean, no. we're working on him, yeah. but... <laughs> he, he slept with Madonna, which is almost as bad. <laughs> wow. Wow. I think we just blew this open. <laughs> so, we might have the potential of a nuclear cold war on our hands, too, to look at. Yeah. But 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 we all know Biden's gonna back down. Oh yeah, yeah. Biden's gonna be like, oh, I'm sorry, we didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he'll back off immediately. He's not the trigger happy Trump no. that's like, you know what? You got your button. I got a my my, my button so much bigger <laughs> than your button. He like lifts up his shirt. He's like, do we have a problem? He's got a button right there. <laughs> stra- <laughs> did you strap the button to your? You're goddamn right, I did. <laughs> Yeah, be ready anytime. <laughs> you know what? You know what this is? Second button. This is my backup button. <laughs> I got two buttons at all time. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So we got Biden in, who's not not as trigger happy and crazy. No. I mean, Trump is basically crazy like Kim Jong Un. Like right. he didn't oh, fuck yeah. with him because he's like, I'm yeah. crazy, motherfuckers. Yeah. What are you gonna do about it? And Kim Jong Un's like, yeah, yeah, he is. He is. Uh, he, he's, he's crazy, guys. Oh, uh, let's pretend like I'm dead. <laughs> Maybe we'll move on. I mean, that would be a plot twist nobody would see coming. All right, that's all we got to say really about the nuclear. <laughs> yes. Impen- I mean, it's just an op-ed, but still, anything that comes out of China's media yeah. is coming straight well, from. Do you, so Newsweek did an o- another op-ed tied to this. Did you want to talk about that, about how they the U.S. media was c- complain, uh, covering for the uh, Chinese labs? You sent that to me, I think, and I, I just sent it back to you. Um, you can briefly share it because we got to get in this conspira- conspiracy Yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. We got to. It, so the headline is also Newsweek. It just says, American journalists shielded China and erased the Wuhan lab leak theory. And uh, talks about how anytime someone mentioned, I'm just going to summarize here, that uh, the the virus originated from China, it, you know, they immediately went to, well, that's racist, and they um, said that that was like a fringe conspiracy theory. And anytime it was mentioned on Facebook, remember, it was wiped mm-hmm. clean. Yeah. Right. I yeah, mean, we'll get way more into that tomorrow. I'm yeah. Sure. So uh, yeah, so I'm not getting into it a lot, but. Uh, that's the basis of it, but they're basically throwing shade now at the U.S. media, saying that the U.S. media is the reason why that uh, this wasn't dug into further. Oh, it's- absolutely, it was. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. When you even the politicians there were saying how racist it was to say, like you had them dancing in freaking Chinatown, yeah. saying it's racist to consider the fact that it actually came from them. Yeah, I mean, it didn't help that. Trump was calling it Kung Flu. <laughs> no. That, and, clever, but it didn't help. <laughs> but it doesn't help, yeah. Yeah. Um, especially when he has reportedly xenophobic already. Yeah. Obviously, they're right. going to push the whole racist thing. But yeah, it was yeah. 100% so covered the, by the media. There was a tweet from a, a New York Times science reporter that she later deleted that said, Someday we will stop talking about the lab leak theory and maybe even admit its racist roots. But today is not that day. How long ago did she stay, say that? That was um, 
that was May 26th. So still calling it racist. Yeah. Even to this day, even yep. though there's so much pointing at the fact. Yeah. So many scientists that are saying, looking at the the composition of this virus, there's no way that this is natural evolution of a virus. Yeah. This is man-made virus, hands down. Man, at least... Manipulated yes. human ma- manipulation yes. of virus. Well, and and you know, and again, we'll get into tomorrow. But even you know, looking at all the involvement with Fauci behind it, mm-hmm. it shows the manipulation behind it. So um, it's just so, it, it's a mess. So who covered it up? Did China cover it up? The U.S. covered it up? But we both have our hands in covering up. I, like I, where? I think. Well, I I think that the uh, the again <coughs> when we talked about this, the media covered it up because Trump said it. Mm-hmm. They wanted Trump to look like a freaking idiot, and so they were like. It's a conspiracy theory. Yeah. There's no proof there. And he just hates Chinese people. China covers it up by blowing it all up with nuclear warheads. Right, exactly. You want to search my lab? Watch this. Boom. No, it's gone. No lab. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was like tornadoes that destroyed parts of Wuhan in that area. I don't know oh, if it destroyed right? the lab or not. but it, So that's part of their wep- weather freak, weapons that freak, they had. Freak tornadoes went through Wuhan not too yeah. long ago. So. Very interesting, and I don't know if we'll ever get to the bottom of it, but, man, it's like a freaking If it comes out novel. that China did, was responsible, I mean, what, does the, the world take them to court? I don't know what you do. Like, what do you... Someone said that they on... thought uh, they need, they wanted uh, China to pay $10 trillion in uh, reparations. Good God. Yeah. That would tank their economy. Yeah. All right. The time, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to Conspiracy Corner. So, you had brought up this article here about the finding of remains of 215 indigenous students found at this um, residential school, Catholic residential school. Yes. Back in the, I mean, that operated back in like the 60s. Right, right. It was from like, um, it was from like the late 1800s until like the 1970s. So, and it was a, a conversion school. So they mm-hmm. took these kids from uh, from uh, tribes, indigenous tribes, and they took them there to convert them to Catholicism and mm-hmm. to culture the savages or whatever. And uh, as recent as the '60s, they're still yeah. trying to convert the oh yeah the savages. So let me read this article first, and then we'll get into why this is a conspiracy and why you sparked yeah. my conspiracy brain here. So it says, "No apology from Pope for Canada's residential school deaths." This is from Al Jazeera. It says, Pope Francis expresses pain after remains of 215 indigenous students were found, but does not offer an apology long sought by residential school survivors. Wow, what a dick. I mean, all he has to do is say, hey, sorry. I'm sorry for the shit that happened. And and he's the the social justice guy. If anybody's going to apologize, it'd be him. It says, Pope Francis has expressed... We just read all this. Yes. It says, but he didn't offer an apology sought by survivors of the system that a commission of... Inquiry said amounted to cultural genocide. I'd read an article that said like thousands of people yeah, died right. at the hands of this. Yeah, like yeah. Well, they said like I th- um, like fifty thousand had gone through the school and had been abused, uh, malnourished, mm-hmm. uh, sexually abused, tortured, and um, and like culturally like like transitioned. Yeah, and uh, and but out of those, you know. Um, you know, only 50 deaths, oh, and then some were from disease, but like yeah. only like 50 official deaths were reported. Right. So it says in his customary Sunday noon remarks to the public, Pope Francis said he was following 
With pain, the news that arrives from Canada about the upsetting discovery of the remains of 215 children, which I hadn't even heard about that discovery. Hmm. He said, I joined with the Canadian bishops and the entire Catholic Church in Canada in expressing my closeness to the Canadian people traumatized by the shocking news. He says, more than 150,000 First Nation, Medes, and Inuit children were forced to attend over 130 residential schools across Canada from the 1870s to the 1990s, so as recent as wow. 1990, in a campaign to assimilate them into Canadian society. 150,000 children yeah, in 120 years. Physical, mental, and sexual abuse was rampant at the schools, and the students were beaten for speaking their indigenous languages, among other rights violations. Holy shit. Uh, Ground-penetrating pen- ground radar was used to confirm the remains of the children at Kamloops Indian Residential School in Kamloops, British Columbia, late last month. So this is just recently mm-hmm. that they found this. The school is Canada's largest facility with 500 students attending at its enrollment peak and was operated by the Catholic Church between 1890 and 1969. The government later took over until the school was closed in 1978. Trudeau on Friday blasted the church for being silent and not stepping up and called for a formal apology and for the church to make amends for its prominent role in the residential school system. We're still seeing resistance from the church, possibly from the church in Canada, said Trudeau, who in 2017 also made a formal request for a papal apology. I mean, all they're looking for is say, hey, right. we, we yeah, fucked we, up. Yeah, we screwed up. Chief Roseanne Casimir of Tecumlups, Tecumlups, First Nation. Sorry, there's that's it. Let me drop that one on you. First Nation in British Columbia, which discovered the remains at Kamloops Residential School after decades of work, has said her nation wants a public apology from the Catholic Church. I mean, that's not asking much. No, they're right? Not they're asking not asking, for, asking money. for money. They're not asking for you know you his know, head or kiss anything. Kiss their ass, yeah. you know. Just apologize. Right. The missionary Oblates Oblates of Mary Immaculate, which ran nearly half of Canada's residential schools, has yet to release any records about the Kamloops School. She also said. Among the many recommendations of government-established Truth and Reconciliation Commission in 2015 was a papal apology. Heinous crimes. It says, On Sunday, the Pope called for Canada's political and religious leaders to work together to shed light on this matter, while also committing to a path of reconciliation and healing. These difficult moments represent a strong call to distance ourselves from the colonial model and from today's ideological colonizing and to walk side by side in dialogue and mutual respect and recognizing rights and cultural values of all daughters and sons of Canada. The United Presbyterian and Anglican churches have apologized for their roles in abuse at the schools, Hmm. so other churches have apologized, as has the Canadian government, which has offered compensation. United Nations rights experts in a statement on Friday called on Canada and the Catholic Church to carry out a swift and thorough investigation into the affair. Criminal investigation should also be launched into all allegations of suspicious deaths and claims of torture and sexual violence against children at the schools, the expert says. Perpetrators and concealers who may still be alive should be prosecuted and sanctioned, UN experts added, saying that it was inconceivable that Canada and the Vatican would leave such heinous crimes unaccounted for. So they're calling for some serious, serious things here. Yeah. And why this is coming to light now, who knows? I mean, uh, yeah. like I said, that one person 
had been investigating for decades, and then they just came out with what with like radars yeah. or whatever. To right? Yeah, they're like um, looking at, like Un- under the ground for, yeah. and they found the the remains of so. the two hundred fifteen. So you brought this up to me, and I was just like, "Huh, that kind of sounds like a conspiracy theory that's like deep inside my brain that I've read a yeah. little bit about." And I read you about this school that had these connections to this conspiracy theory, and you're like, hey, that's the same school. And I was like, what the fuck? So here's just, I'm just not going to read this whole thing. I will post this article in the show notes because this article is titled, Over 50,000 Native Children Were Tortured, Sexually Abused, and Some Murdered at Canadian Church-Run Indian Residential Schools by, and it's written by Damon Corey. So let me find the interesting part. Because, I, like I said, I can't, don't have time to read the whole thing. And it was highlighted, and now I can't find it. <laughs> mm. Shit. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. Here we go. So this is just, like, a few paragraphs down is where this starts talking. And this will blow everybody's mind if you're not in the conspiracy world, but this is directly related to this school and directly related to two people that you all know of very well. So let me share this. It says, in the second week, this is from lastrealindians.com. It says, in the second week of May 2014, British soldier Vivian Cunningham was drugged and institutionalized against his will. Apparently, his crime on May 6th was daring to ask superiors about Queen Elizabeth's outstanding arrest warrant concerning the 10 missing Canadian native children that disappeared in her company. The queen is untouchable because of the powers that be protect her and share in her esoteric activities. The order to arrest Queen Elizabeth was issued in 2013. There is apparently a standing arrest warrant on Queen Elizabeth and her husband, who now is deceased, Prince Philip, um, as recent as 2013, Ordered to arrest her by six judges from the International Common Law Court of Justice in Brussels. Hmm. After nearly a year of litigation, Queen Elizabeth and her husband, Prince Philip, were found guilty in the disappearance of 10 native children from the Catholic-run Camp Loom Residential School in British Columbia. Grieving parents haven't seen their children since they left for a picnic with the royal couple on October 10th, 1964. Dang. Is that not bizarre to you? Uh, yeah. And that this stuff, I mean, that whole article came up and not a single mention of this in it, right, though. Right, right. Well, and that's why when you said that, I was like, oh, wait, I don't see anything of that. And I, I looked for every article I could on this thing, and none of them mentioned Queen Elizabeth. And this was, like I said, a bizarre conspiracy theory I had heard of years ago, and right. I'm just like, that can't be right. But apparently there's a standing arrest warrant yeah. for them in Canada or for, by the Common Law Court of Justice in Brussels, I guess. Yeah says, Con- conveniently, the last native eyewitness in Canada died just before they could give evidence in court against queen, the Queen and Prince Philip. The aboriginal man who claimed to witness the abduction of 10 fellow residential school children by the Queen of England and her husband in October of 1964 at the Catholic school in Camp- Kamloops, B.C., has died suddenly at the Catholic-run St. Paul's Hospital in Vancouver. Weird. Conveniently at a Catholic-run yeah. hospital, even. What's his name, does it say? William Combs was 59 and in good health, was scheduled to be a primary witness at the opening session of the International Tribunal into the Crimes of Church and State on September 12th in London, England. Mm. 
said, I last saw William 10 days ago on the eve of my departure from European speaking tour, and he looked better than I had seen him in years. According to his partner, May Williams, or according to his partner, May, William was in stable health and was assigned a new doctor at St. Paul's Hospital this past week. Interesting. William was then committed to the hospital for tests, and his health began to immediately deteriorate. He died suddenly yesterday of still an undisclosed cause. So if you're getting ready to testify and someone says, hey, we got a new doctor for you. <laughs> and all of a sudden you're held. Yeah. I, I, that would be a red flag to me. Mm-hmm. We got to like, run you know, some no, tests. You know what? We're going to keep the old doctor just for like another couple years. Or <laughs> how about I just don't see a doctor? Yeah, right. And Dr. So-and-so, Dr. Evil, is like, <laughs> you know, we need to run some tests yeah, on you. Right. For what? No, just just routine yeah, we, standard tests. Yeah. You know what, Doc? I'm really not feeling good. Um, oh. I'm really not feeling good. <laughs> and all of a sudden he dies? Yeah. So this school that just uncovered 215-odd yeah. indigenous dead children from 1872 to 1992 has ties to apparently an outstanding award, arrest warrant for the Queen of England. Yeah. yeah. And her husband, who is now dead. So you're not getting anything out of him. No. So, man... If this just like uncovered something yeah. with that, I'm all about it, man. That well, I mean, that just blows my mind. Right. I mean, I mean, you can you can tell me, you know, that's just bullshit conspiracy theory. But I mean, there's enough evidence that there's arrest warrants for these right. people. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm not saying that they went out and ate these children or something like that. Which, right. I mean, right. Who I mean, knows, who, who knows what they did with them? But yeah. I mean, they disappeared. Their family never saw them, which in itself is illegal. And now you got a mass grave with 215 other kids right. showing up. I right. mean, obviously, shady shit and yeah. bizarre treatment of these kids was going right. on. Take the fact that there was the Queen of England yeah. out of the scenario. Right. This couple comes in, 10 students go away with them. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that happened all the time. Oh, it's I'm just sure. like, like you said, this it can't be an isolated incident. Mm-mm. You know, how many times? How many of these kids were actually tracked through the system? Well, I mean, okay, so what? The. The the Queen and Philip uh, they went down to uh, you know a, a similar school in Colorado and and fifteen kids disappeared from there or out to California or out to Australia and Aboriginal uh, kids disappeared from I mean it, it, you know yeah where's the pattern yeah you know? or or the Lyndon B Johnson or or Nixon went to the school and kids disappeared with them you know I right. mean it's like I mean yes you can say well it's just a conspiracy theory against the queen because blah 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 and they're lizard you're calling them lizard I'm not calling them lizard no. people I'm saying they were last seen in these people's right. company at least right they need to be questioned thoroughly on this they're at least yeah like <laughs> witnesses in this like right. very important witnesses yeah. in this and nothing is happening because yeah. they're just these people that went yeah. through this fucked up system yeah and, and we already know that there's a mass history of of wrongdoing to these around these kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that for indigenous kids and in any uh, that went to this school. I mean, my grandmother went to one of these schools in in New Mexico and she was severely abused. Mm-hmm. You know, but so and the fact that 215 kids disappeared and I mean, it just lends to a pattern of behavior that yeah, I would totally believe that if someone of power came with enough money that they could easily disappear with kids what and nobody would care. What did they do with them? Who knows? Yeah, I'm not saying right. they ate them. Right. I'm not saying they raped them. I'm not saying any of this. The fact of the matter is they're they gone. were seen with them. Now they're gone. Yeah. Nothing's happening. And there's a mass grave with 215 undocumented deaths sitting out of school. So if you're going to open this case open, you need to blow the shit wide open, and you need to look into this these standing arrest warrants 
yeah. for like 50-year-old arrest warrants for the Queen and Prince Philip. And yes, yeah. yes, still look into it. I don't care if she's on her freaking deathbed. Still yeah. look into the shit because this is a part of this. <clears throat> and I, 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 everybody who listens has heard me at least say that I'm a conspiracy theorist. I don't think this is conspiracy theory. This no. is just like known facts, like yeah. documented facts that's just getting overlooked. It's right. not like, oh, there, there's this theory that the queen was there and there's this theory and that, that blah, blah. No, this is documented right. stuff. Yeah, there are actual arrest warrants for There the are courts that have found enough proof to actually like yeah. bring them in for questioning, but they can't touch them because yeah. they're untouchable, which is bullshit in itself. So this needs to be blown open. This needs to be fully opened up and just bring the whole shit system down. I don't yeah. care. I don't care what repercussions come out of it. Something no. like that. Well, you, well, you know what? Uh, <clears throat> how unstabilizing that would be for. I I don't give a shit how unstabilizing yeah. it would right. be for the country, for the Catholic Church, for the nation of England. I I don't care. I mean, it worst needs case scenario up. is Meghan Markle's made queen. Would oh, you God. be happy with that? Would you be happy with that? <laughs> Why? Why do you have to go there? <laughs> that was the darkest timeline. That. God damn it. <laughs> No, no. Remember, they, they gave up the royal duties. Oh, that's true. That's true. So that's not possible. So, I don't know. Bring them all down. Yeah. That's oh, what I, I say. I mean, I, I don't think anybody's untouchable. There's probably a reason why the Catholic Church isn't owning up to it, because they're probably very... Complicit. I, well, you start opening this up, and then you right. start looking at all the other Catholic schools around the world yeah. at this time. Right. I mean, <laughs> the Catholic Church is not in short supply of... No. of um problems like this right. and problems is an understatement with yeah. horrible schools with horrible um mistreatment of like altar boys yeah. and cover-ups and scandals well, you, and you look through the, the i mean middle age, through the middle ages through you know the industrial age i mean the popes were were typically the bad guys mm-hmm. i mean they were the ones that were, were i mean you know the inquisition i mean the the witch hunts i mean mm-hmm. i mean like you said the the um you know the molestations i mean just hands and all kinds of dirty stuff Mm -hmm. you know i mean i think the vatican's got its own private army it does so yeah you know yeah so talk about dr evil right and again all all these people are asking for is an apology and the fact that the pope won't just say we screwed up i'm sorry yeah because that's making them complicit and once they're complicit yeah you can come after them, and once you come after them, you start opening a giant can of worms that I guarantee you is there. Exactly. And I guarantee you it doesn't end with this whole no. conspiracy it, with like the said, queen. It, it's, it isn't going to be an isolated instance. Like mm. I said, I, there's, there's hundreds of schools like these mm-hmm. across the world that they can go across, and I'm sure that similar incidents. Oh, yeah. So I'm definitely going to keep my eye on this because I didn't even know this was going on right now, and this this is bigger to me than... China saying, hey, let's ramp right, up our nuclear right. warheads, <laughs> because well, th- that's right up my alley. <laughs> well, you're welcome. <laughs> and, I mean, yeah, it, I mean, this is just, yeah. I mean, blowing something wide open is what it could do. I mean, it'll probably be like Epstein and get right. swept under the rug. Yeah. But hopefully, hopefully one of these days, something blows this whole shit wide open, because it's there. Yeah. There's a history of abuse. There's a history of... um pedophile rings i oh, i yeah. we all know it's there right i mean it's uh not so kept secret in britain right. like here we're just like oh there's pedophile rings elite pedophile rings you're crazy conspiracy theorist 
in Britain, oh, there's late pedophile. Well, yeah, but you better shut the fuck up. (laughs) Everybody, I mean, it's a a known secret, but you better shut up about it. Right. So we're going to cover that more. We need to maybe do a spinoff show of conspiracy theories because I don't get to talk about them as much on the show. I am now. You got me going, (laughs) man. We got to get out of here. We are well over our hour. So, and we got things to do tonight. We do. So definitely check out tomorrow's live stream. We are going to dig into the dark past of... Dr. Anthony Fauci and some of his dealings with other situations pre-COVID. I yes. mean, he wasn't just a COVID doctor. He was no. like Superman. Yes. He was like... He, he was the, the hot the hot up-and-comer for mm-hmm. infectious disease. And, man, he, he did whatever it took to get his name at the mm-hmm. top of the list. So check that out at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time tomorrow night, Monday night, for that live stream. Um, we will probably have time for call-ins and questions on that, so... As long as we remember, um, so prepare your questions for that. If you have any yeah. anything you want to say about Dr. Fauci, call in and talk about that. Otherwise, we're gonna get out of here for this week. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Get outside because it's amazing out. Absolutely, go to the pool or something. We'll see you here tomorrow. Have a great rest of your weekend. Peace. Goodbye. And. Goodbye. (laughs) The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Remzo and Justin. A shout out to our sponsors, Goulash Media. On the run with Remzo W. Martinez podcast and Banzot Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next time and let us continue to invade your ear holes and as always, never stop talking.